All right, what's going on, y'all? This is Aaron sitting here, my brother and business partner, Kevin Jenkins Jr., bringing you guys another Power Leadership Movement podcast episode. Um, Kevin, can you tell the people a little bit more about Power? Hey, what's going on, Aaron? You know, it's always a pleasure to be here to speak with the people. Um, Power, we, we are positive orators working to engineer effective results. And, you know, once again, you know, we're, we're back here wanting to, you know, create the conversation and the dialogue around you know, situations that we go through, you know, as leaders, as creators, as those seeking to have a better life and and what we're, our current position is in. So today we just want to talk about how an individual can find and make the time that they need in order to take that next step and to advance. You know, often when we talk about, you know, taking another step in life, rather it be into entrepreneurship whether it being to just taking a leadership stance, you know, within your current workforce, within your household, you know, it's people ask how, you know, I don't have the time to learn new things. I don't have the time to, you know, read. I don't have the time to go back to school, you know, and it's a lot of, you know, reasons. And we all have possibly, you know, legitimate reasons that could keep you away from, you know, doing and pursuing the things that you really need to do. So this week, we really want to just get into, you know, the hows and really simplify what you need to do in order to get to that point. And in everything you have, there's good and bad, and there's some consequences and there's some sacrifices that are going to be needed in order to accomplish this. However, our true goal is to lay out a blueprint of how you can do this and then what the proceeds and the benefits will be as you kind of lay this out. So that's where we want to go with um, this week's episode. Um, so Aaron, I know you've been, you know, a dedicated jogger over these past few months. Like what's that discipline been like in order to make the time? Because that wasn't something that was a part of your everyday routine, but you've decided to kind of make that part of something that you do on a daily basis. How have you, what steps have you taken in order to get that becoming part of your daily practice? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, being that we're in a pandemic and that we are in a stressful time in history, um, in which, of course, we're in a pandemic, we also are around a whole lot of social unrest. I'm also uh, a furloughed employee, so I haven't worked in the past four months. Mm-hmm. I knew in the beginning that I needed to do something in order to um, get some energy out, something right. that's going to be healthy for my body. I really had two choices, Kevin. I'll be honest. Uh, the, when when the pandemic first hit, we went over to Costco. I bought a whole bunch of snacks. I planned on eating those snacks left and right <laughs> because I was stressed out. I bought yeah. all the Cheetos, all the cookies, mm-hmm. um, pound cakes, everything that I knew I didn't need. Yeah. And yet, I knew I needed to do something or I'm going to sit there and eat all the food. And so... I told myself, if I'm going to do something each day, I need to do something for my health and for my physical body and for my mental health. And so I'm going to run. And and when I first started, you know, I, I felt like I was running out of anger. Mm-hmm. I carved out the time. I made the time. I was running out of anger. And then eventually, and, and, and at the stage I'm at now, I'm running towards something. And running has taught me a lot in yeah. terms of how to pace myself, how to run toward a goal, mm-hmm. how to um, 
how just to take time. We don't often take time for ourselves. I think sometimes we can be so busy with life that we overlook the time in which we can invest in in ourselves. We we want to invest in, in, in each other. We want to invest in our families, at our jobs, with people around us in the community. But as leaders, we don't take that time to say, you know what, I can devote a half hour to me. Yeah. A half hour to clear my mind, a half hour to get my body right, an hour to get my body right. And so um, running has been a blessing. It, it's been a life lesson. I, I have good days, I have bad days. I have days which, which I run extremely well. I have days that are a fight. Um, but that's life. And so just maintaining and building that discipline each and every day, going out on the, on the trail and just pushing myself sometimes to the max, most of the times to the max, but pushing myself to that new goal, to that new level. It's been a blessing. It's something I've needed during this time of stress. Yeah. One thing that I've learned and, you know, when it comes to, you know, making a change, we do make it very difficult. You know, with you, you just, you had two, like, I guess an impulse reaction where you went out, you know, you bought a whole bunch of stuff that you really didn't need, but then you just decided, you know what, I don't want to go this route. I'm just going to start running. And a lot of times that's what we need to do. We just need to start doing it. And then that becomes part of our daily habit. So now you're at the point where if you don't run, it seems like something's wrong. When, you know, four months ago, it was like thinking about you running. You're like, eh, probably not. But now it's become embedded in your your pers- your day-to-day activities, whereas it's not throwing you off to just go out and run regardless of weather or whatever's going on within the household. You yeah. know, that's become part of your day-to-day. But we often make things so difficult. And, you know, as I was thinking about, you know, the topic that we were going to speak on this week, you know, and, you know, I've just had one of the, you know, the greatest, you know, blessings to me with, you know, having the birth of my son. Um, this week, you know, it was a very powerful experience. And, you know, I observe my children all the time. So even my son now was, you know, very young, you know, newborn, like very new. And observing how, you know, he, you know, tells us what's going on. He already communicates to us what he needs, you know, when he's hungry, you know, when he needs to be changed, you know, if something's not right, he can almost always cue us and he has different tones of his, his levels of crying. And these things are things that, you know, as adults, we kind of miss as we get older because we lose that, you know, ability to communicate openly when, you know, things are wrong or when things need to be fixed. So we make things more difficult. So then moving up to my, my four-year-old, she's like amazed me because she really has spawned, you know, while we're talking about this this week is when we're talking about making the time I observed that she would take you know either one of our devices either a phone you know iPad either mine or my wife's and every time you know I would get my phone back or the iPad I would notice that it was on you know do not disturb so I'm like I I didn't put I know I didn't put it on do not disturb because I'm so busy in my day-to-day life that I can't afford to have my phone on do not disturb for 10 seconds. So I know I didn't do it. So then I started, you know, observing of why and when my phone would be on do not disturb. So after a couple of days and then noticing that the same thing happened to my wife's phone, it was quick to figure out like, this is what my daughter was doing. So at first natural reaction, you know, I get upset. Like, why would you put my phone on do not disturb? Like I have phone calls and things like that coming in. 
But then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Little girl is a genius. Yeah. She knows that while she's using my phone, dad is so busy that it's going to interrupt what she's doing. So she quickly goes to do not disturb because obviously she values her time and what she's doing that much that she doesn't want phone calls or messages or alerts coming through that's going to interrupt what she's doing. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, why can't I do that? You know, it, which it, I, it, I should. Yeah. Yeah. We, we struggle with, we struggle with making time um, because I think we, we allow time to make us. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the power is with us, not within time. It, it, we almost go through life sometimes as leaders, as people that are driven, people that are passionate. We go through life much, much like I do when I run, in which we have no pace mm-hmm. and it leads to burnout. Mm-hmm. Running has taught me has taught me disciplines, taught me um, how to, um, you know, run in all types of weather, um, how to find enjoyment, but also it's teaching me more so than anything, it's teaching me how to find a pace. Yeah. And as leaders, you have to find a pace in which it is, I'm going to make time. I'm not going to allow time to make me. I don't, I know I only have so much time on this earth. But I'm not going to allow that pressure to dictate all of my every moves. Mm-hmm. I think your daughter is genius with that in terms of she's taking um, time for her. Yep. And, and we, we sometimes look at that as being selfish. You know, when people say, you know, do you. Yeah. We almost look at that as, with a selfish connotation. But in doing you, sometimes you need to do you because you spend so much time doing other people and, and, and mm-hmm. investing in other people. Sometimes you need to just sit down and do you. Do yeah. not disturb. Do not um, do not bother. Um, like the little signs that they put on the hotel doors. Like, right. You need some yeah. privacy. Yeah. Um, almost with that too is, you know, when you take the time you know, I'm almost looking at the, um, you know, the old record label theory when, you know, we used to have all of these super groups, super labels where, you know, you had No Limit, you had Bad Boy, you had Rockefeller and you had all of these labels. Right. So each label had as a group, they had their own, you know, artists, but each artist were also, you know, individual acts. And each one would have their specific time where their album would drop and everyone would, you know, support and promote the album at their specific times. But it was their time to shine. And there wasn't a situation where, okay, I'm putting my album out and then, you know, your album out is coming the same day or the next day. So those that were successful and were able to, you know, really take advantage of that boom where they had, you know, constant content and material coming out, they were able to divvy out that time, make sure that everyone was able to, you know, benefit from that time that they had, but then, you know, everyone would go gold or platinum, you know, they would put out a single, they would put out, you know, um, promos. And then when they all went on tour together, then they would all, you know, be able to benefit from, you know, the group as a whole. Yeah. And, you know, that theory there is something that, 
as a family, we move away from, you know, making that time one for the growth and the support of individual family members, but also putting our families in positions where when it is their time to shine, they can actually shine rather than, you know, have to take care of individuals or, you know, have to think that you're not being supported by your family because of, you know, lack of information or, you know, lack of finances or any, whatever the case may be. A lot of times we hold each other back from our moments to shine because we don't have that theory of approaching it, you know, from that, that business standpoint um, where we all can benefit from it. We look at it more so as, you know, if Aaron's benefiting, that means that I'm losing something. Yeah. That shouldn't be the case at all. Nah, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, um, we have to, as leaders, two P's is sort of pop in my mind is preparation and pace. Like if, if we don't have, if we don't prepare as leaders and, and not only just prepare in the short term, but have a long-term vision. I, I like what you said about the record labels in terms of that they, they're not putting everybody out in the first quarter of the year. It's a buildup. It's, it's, it's you're gonna have you're gonna have incredible albums every quarter because you want you want longevity. You don't want to just be out there for the sprint. You want to win the sprints. You want to win the mid distance. You want to win the long distance race. Right. We're here. And for so we stay. have to have yeah yeah you, you we have to have pace. But before the pace, we have to be prepared. Yeah. And 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 because if if we're not prepared, we're certain to burn out. If if when I run, if I start out my mile, um, and I did this yesterday, as a matter of fact, if, if I'm running my four-mile pace at my first mile, I'm burning myself out. That's what I did yesterday. I came out too fast. Um, I didn't have on the right clothes to run. It, it's hot in the summer. I had on a hoodie and some sweatpants. I didn't drink enough water. I didn't stretch. I came out and ran too fast. And so by the mile and a half mark, I'm like dead. Right. I'm dead. And I had to fight the rest of the way in order to get through the other four to five to six miles. If if had I prepared, had I done what I normally do, had I established a pace, had I drank some water, had I had I had I had an element of preparation. I would have had to fight as much as what I had to do throughout that race. Yeah. And so we have to prepare. We have to prepare ourselves and each other enough to set the pace, you know, the really the pace of success. And and that's so vital for our development. Yeah. I think that's where, you know, that example there is where, you know, you didn't take the time to, you know, put yourself on that do not disturb. So even if you would have taken, you know, 10 minutes to get yourself mentally prepared to run, then you would have been in that different space. And, you know, that's where, you know, the beauty of children, they help us simplify things where, you know, your main focus was, you know, I have to run. And from a leadership standpoint, that's where we get um, caught up. You know, we have to get, you know, this this project done. You know, we have to put out this content for, you know, our business plan. You know, we have to put this new product out. But are we taking the necessary time to make sure that we are producing the best product that we can produce? 
That's real. You know, and we've fallen into, you know, the type of society where, you know, mass production, you know, becomes the theme where you just just put a lot of stuff out you'll end up getting some attention so just through from the sake of the numbers if you put out a hundred you know videos or a hundred products you know 10 to 20 percent of those products are going to sell just from the natural consumer you know behaviors however those that actually take their time and put out quality products you know you may not get you know the bulk consumers but what you do you get that dedicated customer base and you're yeah. serving to the, the right people. So, and that's what we want to do. We want to serve the right people. Um, you know, I don't need to get in a situation where, you know, I have, you know, a hundred million people just purchasing something from us just to purchase it because then you're, you're not getting and gaining the proper substance that you need. So, you know, I want to teach you to put yourself on, do not disturb while you're producing that great product. You know, just quickly jumping back to, you know, the the, the rappers theory. Um, a lot of times now you can hear, you know, certain people like, oh, you know, I recorded this mixtape in like 24 to 48 hours. And they sound like it. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it sounds like you, you recorded that in 24 to 48 hours. But those that really care about the craft, you know, they rent out islands or villas and they take their production team with them. And they say, we spent two to three months, you know, on a certain place, isolated ourselves so that we can dedicate our time so that we can put out the best product possible, not just to put something out just because. And if we all took that approach to say that, you know what, we're going to baby this process to make sure that we're going to do it, not to baby the process because we're scared to take the leap. And I want to make sure that, you know, we, we decipher from that. I'm not saying delay the process and just take your time and, you know, not take the leap. What I'm saying is that as you're taking the leap, make sure that you take the specific time to do not disturb, yeah. you know, to focus on what your craft is so that you can produce the best product. Man, If you're trying to multitask it, you're not giving this the best effort that you can. And then what you do is you set yourself in a cycle of risking that because you didn't produce the best product, now that product is not as successful as it should have been. Now you start to look at, you know, is this really something that I can do? So you begin to doubt yourself. So now that doubt leads to a situation where you then try to recreate another product to replace what you're doing but you're rushing it now because you're not as confident so the cycle just continues so now if you just take that time do not disturb airplane Uh, mode listen to the four-year-old you know listen to the four-year-old it's uh i was listening to an interview this weekend uh with one of my favorite r&b groups i know i'm gonna age myself but 112 was one of my favorite Taking it back a little bit, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking it back. If you don't know who 112 is, the group, look them up. You're going to be satisfied. Right. At least with with their first three albums. Yeah, Bad Boy Golden Years right there. Yeah, that's what it is. But like their lead lead singer, Slim, um, he was talking about the making of their third album. Mm -hmm. And 
he said that that they made that album in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? You know, and he was and DJ Vlad um, was like, you know, why did you make it in Nashville? He's like, because we had to get out of all the drama, all the pressure of where we grew up in Atlanta. Right, we had yeah. to get out of our own space mm-hmm. in order to tap back into the creativity tap back into the artistry, yep. tap back into who we are as men and get out of the facade and actually go back to making music that's that's organic and natural. Mm-hmm. And, and and essentially what I took that as is you got to go back to the basics. Yep. You know, you have to go back to the basics, back to the drawing board, isolation, um, back to like a place of simplicity and hit like your like your daughter said. Do not disturb, mm-hmm. Kevin. I, I think you also hit it on the head too. Um, could you talk a little bit about how important that mental space is? Because yeah. we're talking a lot about how like um, how how to carve out time and how to how to do all that. But if you don't get your mind right, right, you know, talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. So in that that mental time that you you're taking so you you take away and you're you're in that mode of you know do not disturb um and you're you're now able to have free thought and that's the the troubling part with a lot of us we get in such a grind mode you know you know we're parents we're working we're we're creators and you're, you're trying to do you know 10 12 things within you know the same time frame so you're watering down each thing that you're doing so now if you can just segment out what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish and dedicate, you know, your time specifically. So, you know what, for the next 30 minutes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to work specifically on my product launch. You know, if it's research that I need to do, this is what I'm doing. I'm taking the notes and I'm doing that research. So now mentally, this is what you, you're doing. And I, I suggest each time before I'm about to, you know, record, if I'm about to write, if I'm, you know, creating material, you know, for some of our future launches, where it's our, um, our learning leadership program or our programs for the youth, you know, I clear my head through um, just a little bit of meditation, um, but then also prayer, because I want to make sure that everything that I'm putting out is blessed, you know, from the blessings that I've been given. So I get myself in that mode where I'm giving thanks to because I'm already thankful for the thoughts that have been put in my mind. Yeah. But I'm also thankful that I'm going to have an audience to reach. And, you know, that's just, you know, that's a very personal thing. And I, and I suggest it, but, you know, if you don't want to go that route, I get it. But I always want to put that blessing there and give thanks for just my opportunity to do it. So then once I put it out, I know that I've dedicated myself and my my mind is focused, my mind is clear, and I'm able to put out, you know, the best product at that given time because, you know, I've been allowed to do so. And there's times where I've sat down and tried to do that and my mind wasn't clear. And that just meant that that wasn't the right time for me to try to create or to try to produce anything. And that I just had to revisit that. But that comes with, you know, self-assessing, um, you know, so that's a, a process that, you know, we want to get into and continue on, you know, in future episodes where, you know, making the decision to 
to do something, you know, that, that mental mindset to say, okay, this is what I want to do. Once you get yeah. to that point, now you have to find the ways to discipline and to create the, the time and make the time to make this the best thing that you can do. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of content out there, how you can do it, but you know, it all goes back to the message that we continue to go to has to start with self and start within, you know, nothing changes until you decide to make the change. You know, we can provide a blueprint that you can read every single day, but the words are not going to mean anything until you say that the words are going to mean something to you. And this is going to be your way out. And until you look at it as, you know, this is my saving grace. This is my way out. This is how I'm going to show value. This is how I'm going to pursue my dreams, but also live my dream. Because we don't want to just pursue the dream. We want to get to the point where we're actually living the dream. And then showing and teaching and incorporating how that's going to help others within our same regimen and then expand. But until you make that decision inside your own mind, inside your own body, that you're going to commit yourself to doing doing these things, it's not going to happen. And your influence isn't going to be there, you know, to everybody else around you. So it becomes very important to get into the right mental space. Decide that you're going to give yourself the time to create, to produce, you know, to write, to study, because that becomes a very important aspect of it. It's not just what you can produce. It's what you can learn. Yeah. That's the most valuable part. You know, once you can learn and learn it well enough, you know, you can start to teach it, you can develop it, you can earn from it. It just opens up so many doors, but dedicate yourself to learning, you know, learning how to, how to fast, learning how to manage, not necessarily time, but learning how to put that do not disturb one. Even if this was maybe 15 minutes, try yep. it and see what you can accomplish in that time frame by not even doing anything. Just 15 minutes, do not disturb. And let's see what you get out of it. Try it. And then see how, as you add on time, maybe get to an hour, see how much more productive you are throughout your day and how much closer you get to living your dream and not just talking about the dream that you want to live. Yeah, it's, um, we have to make time for, ourselves you know if if we're 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 talking about making time and essentially i think a lot of our conversation is how do we make time for ourselves and and it starts with us it starts mentally it starts like you said with self um if we're constantly chasing time if we're constantly chasing if we can't find that 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 25th hour in the day chances are we're losing ourselves if we pursue ourselves, I'm sure that we'll find time. If we do some some things in order to uh, invest in ourselves and, and and provide ourselves with mental rest and um, and and clear our minds and and um, just being appreciative of the time that we have already, mm-hmm. I think that we can definitely make the most out of our time. Instead of having time make us, we can make the most out of our time. And so. Um, as the power leadership team, you know, we want to encourage you all to not live so heavily um, by the pace of the clock that you see in your mind. Right. 
Be appreciative of the time that you're in right now, the space that you're in right now, wherever you are. Be appreciative of, of that of that moment in which you're, um, I call it the B moment, in the moment in which you are currently. Because you have enough power within you to change your mind, change your reality, and to not allow time to, to dominate you, but you dominate every second, every minute, every hour of your time. And so um, we want to encourage you all to be leaders. Use this week to find some time for you and to invest back into your heart, into your spirit, into your mind, and into your rest. Um, Controlling your time is is living the best life. You know, that's a very open-ended statement. But owning and controlling your time, that's when you're living, you know, your so-called best life. And once you're able to do that, make the time, that's when you hit, you know, that peak of understanding, you know, what your true purpose is. So that's that's what you want to focus on, um, owning and creating time for yourself so that you can then produce and invest that time back in yourself and then teaching others how to do the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, take this week and, and really think about time, make the most of your time, invest your time, and don't be afraid to just take your time, take mm-hmm. your time um, and, 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 and pace yourself at a proper sort of way of uh, that in which you can still get everything done, in which you feel refreshed. You don't feel mentally burnt out, but you're also looking forward to not only um, you're looking back to where you've been, but you're also looking forward to where you're headed. Yeah. And so we love y'all as leaders. Uh, we appreciate y'all. And as always, be well.